listeners, if you're interested in learning how people in their 20s choose between different job opportunities and career paths, you've come to the right place. Here, I speak with people from all walks of life and ask them, Aage kya karne ka? Welcome to yet another episode of Aage kya karne ka? What to do further? Today, I am joined by Karan Shah, who completed his industrial engineering from Pandit Deendayal Energy University in Ahmedabad. We speak about his internship experience in the field and also his current role and responsibility as a demand planner in Zydus Group. If you want to learn more about what supply chain really entails, you should stick around and definitely listen to this episode. Otherwise, also, if you're a layman who's not interested by this field, you should still give it a try because it's nice to hear different perspectives. We also talk about how difficult it is to keep your motivations high when you are faced with not finding a job in a pandemic stricken world stay tuned hello karan welcome to aage kya karne ka how are you doing today i am doing absolutely fine glad to be here how are you doing i'm doing amazing thanks for agreeing to do this so we've been uh, trying to get hold of each other from time and space and recording setup it's it's been crazy I'm, i'm really glad that we're doing this yes yes absolutely so uh how are you doing these days mentally physically all good all great yes yes absolutely great fortunately all amazing all everything is amazing awesome all right let's deep dive into aage kya karne ka then yes yes okay So firstly I want to understand that you did industrial engineering from Pandit Deendayal Energy University right so uh, right. now I'm not an engineering student so you'll have to tell me what does this course comprise of and uh, how was the experience Yes so to be very honest I was not aware about what this course is all about so just some stranger in the college recommended it then I ended up reading about it and the course then I found it very fascinating so basically in layman terms what i can explain is it is a mix of what technical field that engineering is offering along with management part of it okay. so it has a lot to do with uh, operations mm-hmm. uh, how do you optimize the current processes the current operations in order to you know maximize your profits try to reduce your costs maximize your productivity so all in all that is uh, what this course comprises of so it is very common and uh, it kind of originated in Jap- uh, japan where people are very conscious about their productivity so they want to make sure that they are using the right amount of people to get the right amount of work out of them and uh, so you know like all about the factory layout so it can be applied to every space like it doesn't need to be specifically any manufacturing unit it can be applied in a ba- uh, i can do that in a bank i can do that in your home mm-hmm. so like simple processes i can apply my uh, industrial engineering to or in order to know how can i make that thing work better Okay all right thanks for taking me over what the course comprises of now this piques my interest as to we don't know here in india that such courses exist right i mean uh, so how did you come to this decision that you know i want to specialize in engineering very specifically industrial engineering and uh, how did you go about choosing your university as well yeah so that's actually a little funny story mm-hmm. so i hadn't scored very well in the joint entrance exam that we have so uh, i was exploring all the options my first preference was mechanical engineering as this course is not very common if you search you will find that uh, like you know one or two universities are offering it in gujarat okay. especially for bachelors it is still common in masters degree 
but for bachelors hardly a few universities are there who are offering this so based on my score cut off i was getting in easily for this course mm-hmm. so after i started uh, reading about that course then i was fascinated that okay i want to go for this and this was the only university uh, a good private university that was offering it in gujarat okay. so that's how i landed up in industry so it was like fate had decided for you ki you know this is what karan shah should do and i am so glad because <laughs> you know as the course started unfolding and i started to know more about it i felt like this was exactly what my personality is made for you know so like perfect touch of technicalities and a few you know management skills are also in place i didn't want to go completely into technical field that's what i got to know like by the end of second year so that was i was i was very glad to be in this course okay now a question on uh, how was this college experience in itself and you know would you recommend this college to others from a course standpoint of uh, you know what industrial engineering is supposed to teach would you say that it equipped you well in that sense uh it did but if you ask me stand alone course wise i don't think any university in this country or in this world especially for bachelors is going to justify it you know absolutely so Hands major down. so major learnings were out of the class into the field like interacting with people and all of that but what college gave me was exposure and it helped me create a great network so i would like to just tell you about one project that i took up so mm-hmm. that was it's known as eba so that was conducted by mahindra and mahindra it's a national level competition wherein uh, colleges from all over india uh, they produce cars from scratch so we had to make an electrical all terrain vehicle and we had to make it from scratch and then we had to participate in that competition so that was one experience that helped me a lot to understand about what uh, ground level engineering is all about so i had to create the designs i had to make sure i had to uh, do testing of those designs procure materials make the, sure that i'm you know assembling the car testing that car and then taking it to the course and uh, getting it tested and verified by all the experts there so yeah. that was uh, an amazing platform that i would like to you know thank my college for yeah correct and you're so spot on correct right you know these college at the end of the day is an avenue and how you explore your uh, the network that is given to you or how yes, you yes. explore different avenues that college provides is what you make of college experience um all right so that was industrial engineering and after that you moved yeah. on to arvind limited uh, for your internship right and um, yes arvind is the same clothing brand if i uh, if i yes, recall correctly right. yes okay so tell me a little bit about you know wh- how did you get that opportunity firstly yeah so uh, what we have in our college is the last semester has to be a comprehensive project so i have to study like two subjects and along with that i have to do a six months of internship mm-hmm. so this opportunity came from college campus itself so we just ra- appeared so honestly the profile felt good but we just appeared like you know we'll see how it goes but honestly i think that was an amazing experience uh, because the team that i was working with was amazing the plant people and everything i think i felt like uh, the uh, the course that i am studying the field that i into is is not very well known among the industrial experts right now especially if uh, if you t- think about freshers okay. so that is when i got to know a lot about what my engineering is all about how can i apply it and you know it was just a simple ways but i think it helped me a lot to gain confidence and gain experience as to 
you know how operations are actually being managed and you know as an industrial engineer it was like i walked into the shop floor and within a day or two i was able to see like you know okay these are the discrepancies and these are the things that i have to work on correct so i think yeah yeah so. I, i know what you're talking about like in theory when we learn things uh, you don't feel that much of ownership about exactly. you know, what i will do in the industry but when you actually get to the ground and see that my my decisions and my work is going to impact an entire uh, set of people it feels very right. rewarding and then you know it, it's an enriching experience absolutely so that was yeah. arvind limited so uh, if you were to chart out your roles and responsibilities that you did in the internship Uh, so yeah. uh, to be honest what it feels like is you know you just you just have to go in front of a particular process mm-hmm. you have to keep observing it from day to night okay. so we have a concept known as time motion study so what you have to do is we have to just note activities involved in that particular shift from a to z so i have to measure the amount of time the person takes to move a item from a to b to load that item into the machine the amount of time that that machine is taking okay. all of that okay okay so and then i come to a ground consensus that you know this is the basic amount of time that is needed to complete this activity for a person who is basic skilled okay i i'm not going to see that you know he has to be very skilled and all of that i'm going to uh, map out a time a type of emotion and everything in such a way that you know if there is a basic labor he has to complete this particular task in 3 minutes and he has to move 2 meters in and out for in order to complete this task okay so that is what a typical day was at arvind wherein i had to apply this at shop floor but if i was to explain you like you know like uh, in simpler terms what you can do is we have concepts uh, that are going to make your workspace you know visually much more easier to use so if you see your desk uh, mm-hmm. we have a concept known as kanban uh, that's also originated in japan yeah. so what we do is we just uh, label every space as to what item has to be kept where so i'll just label that you know this particular corner this there has to be stationery here this corner has to have files the files have to have labels the files need to be arranged in a certain order so that the moment i want a particular thing i don't have to think about it and waste time in order to search for it i just have to uh, stretch my hand out and g- grab that thing oh. and you will not believe the amount of time and energy you just save in something as simple as you know searching for a file and getting it correct correct i mean yeah i think the biggest takeaway that i'm having that this internship and also the course makes you do is how to be more efficient like that's that's exactly. the first thing exactly that comes to my mind when i'm hearing all of this interesting right so arvind happened and thereafter you did a supply chain analyst role with triplold so can you help me in understanding as to how did you learn about the opportunity first of all So I learned about this opportunity from LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, as I had graduated, I was just exploring some job options. So uh, just randomly scrolling through what are the opportunities, and I came across this one. Mm-hmm. So then I applied. I got into interviews, and I got into this uh, job. So mm-hmm. basically, I'll just explain what the company is all about. So it's a third-party logistics company, okay. but it was uh, like you know in the budding stage. So there was a lot of scope of learning in that phase. So. Uh, they used to be they used to hire vendors they used to have a fleet of vendors and companies used to hire this particular middle point this company in order to you know uh, map their logistics from a to b 
so if i am a company i don't need to you know go through the hassle of contacting the vendor contacting the driver in order to know if my uh, item has reached uh, the warehouse or not i'll just hire this company i'll just tell them i'll just give them a certain amount of money and i'll just tell them that you are the one who manages all the show and i am just the one who will tell you and give you instructions that okay i need this to be here at this point of time so it's a logistic uh, it basically provides logistics is what you're trying to tell me right 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 Okay, all right. So when you say yeah. that it was at its budding stage, so I, I'm assuming that this required you probably to get the business as well. Did you get that that kind of exposure in the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, honestly, it was in stages. Uh, so the first part was you know trying to understand how this industry works, and then I worked for about a month or two in sales and marketing as well. as in i was trying to uh, reach out to customers i was trying to reach out to companies in order to examine that you know what are the kind of needs they are having and trying to map it out into what we are providing so i i did get a, quite a lot of exposure uh, i uh, you know after working into a small company so then i also passed on to uh, working with the it team in order to develop and test their application so all in all uh, i would suggest that you know i was getting to know end to end operation so it was just not like you know i was seeing like okay this particular item is moving from year to year i was able to see everything from the moment a customer calls books a particular vehicle to the moment that it reaches that particular destination wow. so yeah uh, yeah uh, the big picture view of how this entire industry works basically exactly and you'll uh, it's crazy because it's very ca- capital intensive so you you know we think like okay this particular item gets on the shelf like you know when i need it but when you work in an industry like you know in the back end operations you see like it's not easy you have to you know manage a lot of things there is a lot of uh, you know complications involved in just you know hiring a particular vendor and trying to ship a good from a to b you know interesting okay all right so i wanted to understand as to you said that linkedin is how you got the opportunity right so yeah uh, that just goes to show how important it is uh, for uh, people to use the power of linkedin because i think it's very yeah, untapped yeah. Uh, in my personal opinion because you can just do cold emailing cold messaging to people and you know some will yield you any results and some won't but it it's definitely worth the shot so was that sort of like a uh, how did you realize that you know this is a good space for me to actually look for opportunities Uh, yeah so uh, you know when you reach out to people on linkedin you will be surprised to know that you know there are a lot of people out there who have been in situations similar, similar to yours and they'll be ready to help you okay. so that's why i think more than anything i'll just suggest anyone to go on linkedin create a network connect with people just to understand at what they are doing how they got into what they are doing because you know i graduated at a time when there was pandemic so it was not easy to land upon a job Correct. so internally it was quite difficult mentally i was struggling a lot but only because of linkedin i was able to connect with people i was able to talk with people and a lot of strangers you know just provided me assurance that you know just hang in there you will be fine the market is not doing good right now but you know you will be fine you'll get up get a job like you know not in a month or a two or like six months but you will be fine Okay. I think that's the power of LinkedIn. You'll you'll be able to connect with anyone in this world. Exactly. You can connect in a person to a person who's sitting in USA who's pursuing masters in some particular X Y Z field who have who you have no idea about. 
we can still get to know about them absolutely and exactly i mean i remember from our personal conversations also karan that uh, this this patch of life and phase of life was like this frenzy where you were trying to figure out what next to do right and um, if you could just spend some time on what were the kind of coping mechanisms mentally that you were uh, deploying to be able to get through this phase because i'm sure that uh, people need to hear this more than ever right how much of a Absolutely. mental toll it takes when um, you're not landing a job and it it scares you scares real shit of you so uh, how was how how did you cope and if there are any mechanisms that particularly worked for you that you would like to pass on to others yeah so Firstly I'll just tell like the major thing that has helped me was therapy I endorse therapy like anything because I think that was like one of the best decisions that I took uh, at that point of time in my life Absolutely so, so yes know. to therapy yes I'm so yeah. glad that we're speaking this out loud uh, thank you thank you for admitting uh, and you know uh, being vocal about this because uh, we don't need to stigmatize this at all not at all you know rather I, i i am the one who's you know like literally talking about this much more openly because i feel like you know there is there is a lot of scope of improvement in this thing because even youngsters like us are st- who are you know reading about this watching shows but who are still hesitant you know think about this but you know what i would suggest is you know, just take an appointment just sit for an hour you'll just see how it goes like you know within three or four sessions you will see the magic that it has I'm not even romanticizing it right now. It's really that good. Correct. Absolutely. And uh, other than therapy, was there something else that you would yeah, yeah. doing that helped so, you? Yeah. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because see, job search is, uh, you know, like it's a proper job in order to you know search for a job. So mm-hmm. I used to make timetables. I used to make sure that you know, okay, I I'm going to allot one hour to this. I'm going to allot one hour to just you know randomly search for people, randomly search for jobs. And I think to uh, I'll be very open here. I learned more about my field in those six months of unemployment than what I learned in four years of my college, because I used to uh, go up to like different research papers, go to YouTube, go to different websites to read more and more about my field because it was like I was wanting to know more and more theoretical knowledge in order to crack an interview. Mm-hmm. So you know, this is this is also good phase in order to you know get to know absolutely re- what is your real education and background. it's it's a time for reflection but also like it really exactly. uh, it's what you make of that time at the end of the day it can't be just black and white saying that it's a good time to reflect for some yeah. it is not it's it's panic stricken situation yeah yeah so whatever i'm saying that's like you know 60% of time 40% of time i was struggling you know it it's not easy because this is a job that you have to be self motivated to do it no one is going to come up every morning and ask you to you know sit on your desk and search for a job exactly. you have to wake up you have to motivate yourself you have to tell yourself that you know you have to keep doing this until you get it right correct absolutely absolutely and thanks for sharing this this is very personal i know and uh, you saying it out loud means a whole lot and i'm sure the pandemic has still affected the bottom lines so crazily that people are still not finding jobs or in their field that they want to pursue so which is why uh, this message should go out to everyone that it, you can't say that i'm going to have pity on myself you have to really pick up yourself and face the music and be at it to get where you want to get there's no other e- way around it i yeah. guess and give your space to give yourself space to sulk and cry about it as a you know for the major part of my life i've just uh, done one thing that i've always played defensive 
in this case i would suggest that you know accept whatever your reality is sulk about it cry about it but then you know when to move on you can keep doing you know like playing the victim card that you know the market is not good this is not good you do that but you just know when is the right time to move on and i think that's just how you will be fine in this whole phase awesome all right hey thanks thanks once again for sharing this um so triplode was that and after that after that 6 uh, month patch if i know correctly uh zydus yep. happened and one planet zydus and that was a big win i know from our personal <laughs> conversations yes. so uh firstly let's understand as to what is uh, how did you get the opportunity more than anything else then we'll move on to the other aspects uh yeah so i got this opportunity through a reference so one of my college seniors was working in this company and i was reaching out to people to let them know that i was looking for a switch because what had happened is uh, the second wave had started by that time mm-hmm. and this was work from home for like 3 4 months but after that what my job profile was i needed to be on the field okay. so that was not happening anytime soon mm-hmm. so that's why i was wanting to uh, switch my job so i was looking out for jobs i was reaching out to people i was sending out my resume so one point he just uh, sent me a particular job description he just said that you know go through this he just ex- uh, briefed me that this is the job that will be it's going to be a normal corporate job but it's a good learning job so i just sent my resume out and he just passed it on and you know we knew this happened in like 3 4 days so two or three rounds of interview happened and within two days i got confirmation wow that uh, i'm selected awesome yeah. awesome all right so that is about how you got the job now tell us a little bit about the profile of the company then we'll move on to your roles and responsibilities zydus pharmaceutical i think a lot of people know it so it is like among the top 5 pharmaceuticals in india and we've been like leading manufacturers of vaccines so recently also we've registered for this uh, zycovid vaccine for like 12 to 15 year olds uh, needless uh, injections so the market that i am looking after is known as regulatory market so uh, basically regulatory market it's known as you know the countries like us and europe they need you to uh, go through their own tests they, you need to pass through their regulatory organizations and then you can launch a particular drug and sell that drug into that country just because that country uh, that drug is approved in okay. india uh, you are you are not allowed to sell it out to you know anywhere in the us or europe uh, how does your role come in as a demand planner in this entire scheme of things a demand planner is a shock absorber between the market requirement and the manufacturing part of it so you know i have i'm a, i'm basically the middleman for every uh, particular entity that exists in this supply chain so the market gives me a demand i have to make sure that i am going to map out the manufacturing plan for that demand so as to you know make sure that i am able to provide whatever the market needs along with that i also have to make sure that i am uh, correctly planning it for the manufacturing part of it because there is a lot of changeovers there is a lot of uh, different complications when it comes to manufacturing a particular drug so what i have to do is basically try to make sure that i'm reaching out the sales exactly how it's supposed to be i'm also reaching out the manufacturing costs i am trying to map it all out on the same page i'm bringing everyone on the same page so does this mean that you have to do forecasting as to what the demand would be for a particular uh, medicine for example no so you know uh, what that part is that forecasting part of it uh, i get it from the business development part uh, team that is the market so what i get is i get a rolling sales plan i get a rolling sales plan for a complete 12 month uh, duration 
So what I have to do is, uh, I know that, okay, mm -hmm. for coming 12 months, this is the requirement. I have to map that requirement into a plan. But the nuances that are involved here is, uh, obviously, because you know all of the supply chain issues that we are having right now, the raw material lead times. Uh, um, I think lead time, you're aware, you know, the particular, uh, whatever a time a particular item takes from the time of order to reaching uh, the destination, the mm -hmm. site, that's known as lead time. So, you know, the amount of time that a particular material takes in order to reach the site has also increased a lot. So where my planning comes in right now is, you know, okay. uh, mapping it out, planning it out in such a way that, you know, it's just not that I'm creating a plan on paper and I'm knowing that, you know, on ground level, I don't have the materials to produce it. So you say that this, uh, the company has already decided as to what is their, you know, uh, their plan of action for the coming 12 months right. as to how right. many things that they want to uh, launch right. or release in the market yeah. where you come in is you try to understand as to um, how can we actualize it right. as to how is this distribution going to actually take place is that what your role in, role entails am i getting it that right 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 so basically what i'm going to do is you know i'm going to actually provide them as to whatever the requirement is basically that and um, i'll just clarify it so there are two sections right now one is the new product launch system that is a different team and what i am working on right now is you know the market that are uh, the products that are already launched and commercialized in the market for that also there is uh, a lot of planning that has to be done so apart from this normal planning that i do based on the sales plan i also have to you know constantly uh, be in touch with whatever the bid responses we are getting so there is also a lot of one time business opportunities there is a lot of bid opportunities as to They'll tell me that, okay, we'll say, uh, sh uh, sell out a particular thousand packs in this month. But if they see another opportunity coming up, I also have to make sure that, you know, I can accommodate that in my plan. By accommodating, you mean that you have to ensure that you have the right raw materials in place for whatever they are saying committing to. Along with raw material, I also need to make sure that I have enough space in my production schedule. So, you know, what they do is they just share me that these are the volumes that they are wanting to pitch in the market. Uh, what I have to do is I have to work that volumes out. So I have to make sure that I can accommodate that volume in my production schedule uh, based on whatever the raw materials I have available with me. And, you know, counting in everything from uh, produ production part of it to uh, logistics part of it, I have to map out every timeline. What you mean by this is that you have to ensure that do you have that kind of labor to make that work actually happen? Is that what you mean? by production schedules production schedule what it's going to basically mean is you know i am going to see uh, what is my capacity monthly at a particular uh, station in my plant and based on that capacity what i can load so you know i can prioritize different products okay all right wow this is extremely fascinating and it's just like you said some time ago that we see that product reaching a shelf of our grocery store demand yeah big bazaar and we, we don't realize the kind of pain that it has gone uh, through to make this happen, to reach our distribution centers. It's really, really fascinating. So, um, you said that, you know, you, you felt that when you deep dived into this course, did you realize that it aligns with your personality? Uh, so, I'm going to take a step back and ask you that who would you recommend this field? What sort of people should be thinking of this as their career uh, platform? See, I would suggest that you know people who are not very technically inclined, as in who don't want to exactly go into how a particular machine works or you know uh, producing or designing a particular machine, but they are interested in how what is the output that a machine is producing. 
all in all that so you know a person who is more over uh, you know looking at a zoomed out picture wants a zoomed out picture of a particular location and you know wants to manage that thing the best way that he can so i would suggest it to any person who is uh, you know into management but wants to have enough exposure of technical part of it and also a person who has a personality to interact with a lot of people so uh, another thing that i would like to mention is my feel is a lot about interacting with people so when i was working on the shop floor i had to continuously interact with the operators and the workers who are doing there who are working there because i have to know what is their viewpoint you know sometimes i can come from outside i can just look there I'll look at them for a day and i can just give my judgment that okay you are doing abc things wrong but i have to understand as to what is their take on it and in my current job as well there is a lot of interaction in between cross functional teams so i get a lot of exposure in terms of how the regulatory section works how the logistics section works how the procurement section works so i would suggest that any person who is coming into any field that is even uh, remotely close to supply chain and industrial engineering there has to be a lot of human interaction yeah yeah that's just the core of what the job demands there's no escaping exactly. this, this aspect of it awesome i'm exactly. i'm really fascinated with all of this uh, stuff that you have told me i think my brain has just opened a horizon because <laughs> i realized that i've never had this conversation with anyone so thank you thank you for sharing all of that um before we move on Fun to the life. next segment which is you know not work not education i want to ask you if there's anything else that you would like to end with any other note uh, about your education about this industry any closing remarks uh so i think uh, sometimes uh, you know uh, there is a common conception in our society that you know after especially for engineering that after you complete your bachelor's you have to directly go for masters you don't have to take up a job and you know because you will not be able to study again but one thing that i'm very very sure of was that taking a job after your graduation is like one of the best decisions in my life because it teaches a lot about how things work on the ground level mm-hmm. how you in general are going to function in life because you know when you're in college you're all like you know looking at it from outside you are like criticizing everything and feeling like you know if i get the chance i'll you know change the world in two days okay. <laughs> so i think that is a big reality check that you get when you start doing a job and all in all it helps you uh, you know feel grounded you start respecting every job every person because you now see that the amount of hard work that goes you know for anything as simple as you know getting your newspaper on time and in the morning yeah absolutely thank you so much once again for that very uh, profound piece of advice that you have uh, stated here all right moving ahead to my favorite segment that uh, I I this is also inspired by one of my favorite podcasts called Advertising is Dead. I think I've mentioned this in the previous podcast as well, but if there are new listeners, you must check that out as well. Uh which is also like uh conversations with industry experts. So this is like a mini version jahan industry expert nahi bana hai, but eventually we'll get there. <laughs> These people whom I am speaking to will Hopefully. become industry experts one day. So in that sense it's like a, a miniature version of it. So yeah, the question that i have for you karan is that what are you listening to these days or uh, you've watched very recently uh, and you've read that you would like to recommend and it can be all three in each of these categories if you have a recommendation please shoot them away yeah, yeah. so i think i have recommendation in each of them mm-hmm. 
So firstly, I'll go for podcasts. So I started uh, listening to podcasts when I started my internship at Darwin because I had a lot of time in commute. Yeah. So I was never a podcast guy, but this was like one of the first podcasts, and I love it. So this is Dream with Your Eyes Open by Ronnie Scrooge. Oh yes, I've heard it as well. It's amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely it's, great. It's a book basically, but it's converted into a podcast, and it's amazing. Like you'll. Yeah. get to know so much about an industry so much about how it functions and you know it's about entrepreneurship about success about failures and everything so i think all in all it's very well uh, composed and it's very simple to understand as well for someone who's like just beginning to listen to podcasts yeah yeah true i can i can attest to what karan is saying absolutely and i think for me the biggest takeaway was he's a massive guy with massive industry running for him but even in his words you can really see through the humility he has and that's what i remember feeling when i heard that book and like you i have not read the book i've heard the podcast so uh, it was it was beautiful experience i i will say so yeah so the podcast is done uh, what is your next movie recommendation uh movie no i'll recommend a series that's known by silicon valley it's on hotstar so it's also about uh, you know four guys who got together in order to do a startup so it tells you a lot about what startup is actually is what we see is you know like okay this became a unicorn within 6 months but what you will get to see in that series is because uh, like you know from scratch how it uh, progresses how it's built over time and you know the amount of complications that it has so it tells you about how a person gets an idea how they execute it how difficult it is in order to get funding how easy it is in order uh, you know to uh, a person can easily copy your idea you know before you are uh, copywriting it or publishing it so all in all that's an amazing watch for anyone out there who is uh, you know just started in the industry or is you know fascinated by how startups work but uh, i would suggest that to any person at any point of time in their lives i think everyone has to learn a lot from that show oh wow okay all right i haven't watched this as yet so this is going in my personal list of things that i have to watch okay now next is a series is done podcast is done and uh, yeah i think uh, ah book book is remaining sorry yes yes so uh, i started reading out uh, with the start of this lockdown only so currently i'm reading the shiva's trilogy but this is like you know one of the first uh, fiction books that i i've read in 2 years because i am normally more of like non fiction self help books so what i would suggest is i would suggest one of the best recommendations that i feel uh, i have is first is power of subconscious mind so okay. that's like an amazing cracker in order to you know like it it it's mind boggling it helps you open yourself to so many different things and it just helps you to realize the power that you hold uh, inside of yourself you know and i'm just so yeah. not saying it for the sake of it you'll read that book you'll understand like uh, you know there are things that we can control and there are things that we can't but you know when you read that book you feel everything is in control and in a good way absolutely absolutely so i have this theory with self help books that it also depends on what stage of life you're in when you're reading a self help book and the impact it has on you would you say that you see this correlation as well and uh, is that why you like you said you started it in lockdown right and at that point in time everybody in the world was clueless yeah, as to where yeah. we headed so did you feel that it's because of that that you were able to appreciate that book that so much ah yeah yeah definitely but also that uh, 
I would love to revisit that book every few years because uh, you know at every point of time in my life I am going to go through something mentally different than what I was going through 5 years ago so mm-hmm. I would recommend it to any person at any point of time and one piece of advice with self help book is you have to be very patient and slow while you are reading it you have to let it sink in because if you, st- you you know like you read it in one go you will be like okay this is all repetitive from chapter 1 to chapter 10 but what you have to know is you know what self help is going to do is it's going to use different ways in order to impose that same idea in your mind so that you know by the time you're finishing the book you're convinced that you know okay things are good in your life you know you can manage this well you can do that well you know i'm so glad you're saying this i don't think anyone else has put it so beautifully as to what self help book really does because uh, i am experiencing this with the current read uh, that is start with why by uh, simon sinek oh, in fact, i love I'm that reading, book as well uh, in fact i'm reading uh, from our mutual friends's copy only riya's copy <laughs> and i've realized that uh, first few chapters he just keeps saying this one sentence again and again so uh, i i think uh, you you're correct that we have to be patient with this entire process yeah thanks thanks for sharing that and uh, thank you so much for all uh, that you have shared we've come to the end of the podcast thank you so much and yes, uh, i'm absolutely uh, happy i hope you had fun and any closing remarks if you have any for any I, of our listeners i had a lot of fun so to be honest uh, this is not something that i do normally you know like interviewing or you know like just telling about what my life is but this was an amazing experience it helped me a lot to you know reflect back to what i was doing in my life and i think it was a great experience and i am glad i took it thank you so much i'm really happy to hear all of this and uh, we'll stay in touch you know it goes on side i don't know why am i making it so formal by saying this but... thank you for listening in folks if you like this episode share it with a friend or a colleague or in your family whatsapp groups until we meet again stay safe